Last time on Improv Tabletop, we met our new batch of heroes, Farfelnuggin, or Farf for short, the nepotistic temp worker here at the office who would rather be playing the Flarbin than being here at work. We've got Gazlet, the brown noser who's all about business, business, numbers, numbers, but does give some good emotional support to those around the office. And Xenomopius Bratton III, yes, that janitor, in fact. And they all uh, were gathered together at what seemed like an average sort of beginning of the day here at the spaceship. Farf was hitting on Sarah, the lovely love interest woman, and Sarah and Gazlet had a nice sort of heart-to-heart about the situation. But when we left off, Corellatron, their manager, had just arrived with some unfortunate news. Farfelnuggin's father, Farfelnuggin Sr. himself, is coming to run an audit on this branch. And if he doesn't like what he sees, the hammer's going to come down on him. So, how are things going to shape up in the two hours they have before the audit begins? Let's find out here in the world of The Office Space. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Christian Randall, present. McKenna Steele, the constantly hungry for adventure and a grilled cheese. Connor Wood, uh, the world-famous Bidoof trainer. Hello. What is the highest level you've ever gotten a Bidoof? I would be interested to know. It's going to be level seven, and he had all of my HMs. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so we're, we're going to pick up back with the action that we left off on. Xenomopius, you and Corellatron are just getting up to the office, and you can see that Sarah's at the front desk at reception with her hologram deck already set up, and Farfelnuggin is over there with his setup, but he's just, like, checking his phone behind the desk. Gazlet is already hard at work, pounding away at the keys, getting that work done. And Corellatron steps forward and uh, stands in the center of the room and says, Excuse me, everybody, may I have all of your attention? Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, I guess. Manager, welcome to the office today. Yes, of course. I am afraid I have some bad news. We might all be dead by the end of the day. Dead, you say? Deceased? No more? Deceased evermore, I am afraid. Oh, my. Farfelnuggin, I know that your father has killed you many times, but this might be the last time he does it. That's right, Farfelnuggin. I do believe this is your final clone body. Uh, Oh, my. Yeah, like, he told me I had to shape up, or what was the word he used? Die? That does sound like one of his favorite words. Look, we need to do this right. And I mean really right, or we will be erased from the annals of history. We have two hours to prepare for the audit that is coming up, and there is a really bad infestation of stank rats in the back. Stank rats, you say? They have been there for far too long, and they stank up my office like crazy. There's only one accountant I know who knows stank rats like the back of their tail. Gazlet, we need your expertise. Yes, the stinkrets are very common from my home planet, so I know precisely how to take care of them. I'm going to need three volunteers to come with me to the back. Now, who would like to join me on this quest to the stinkret? 
I am only one volunteer, but I have many hands and of course my intergalactic mop. Gaslit, I am at your disposal. <laughs> His intergalactic mop. <laughs> what, you think I'm going to leave it here? No. Not when we have this audit so soon. I don't think so. And Corellaton turns towards Farf and says, I believe we can volunteer you, can we not, Farf? I'm going to look over at Sarah uh, and then just kind of gulp and then say, uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just grab one thing. And then I'm going to reach under my desk and I'm going to pull out my flarbin. I'm going to uh, strap it to my chest, wrap it around one of my arms, and then strap it to one of my legs. Can I can I do an office talking head sidebar monologue for a moment? Yeah, for sure. Interview on Xenomopius. The last time Faf brought his flarbin into the starship, we had gone through several cycles of a black hole. He tried to repair the hole by playing a G minor chord, and all it did was extend our eternity we had in the black hole. I hate that thing more than I hate the seventh red star of Asmogul. And it's back. And you see a hand come in from off of the frame with a glass of a refreshing beverage. Thank you. Thank you. Back to the present. Corellatron says, That is two volunteers. Unfortunately, I have to stay here and do some paperwork, but you can have. And you see Corellatron's front hatch open up and a smaller version of Corellatron goes uh, driving down a little ramp onto the ground and it goes, You can have me to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> My. If it isn't Mark 0.06, how are you today, little Cruelletronino? It has been so long since I have seen the light of day. <laughs> I, I can tell that by your little cobwebs, you disgusting rat. We are going to go kill the disgusting rat. It's a good thing I brought my rifle. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. Uh, Gazlet, can you please do something about that beast? If I have to look any closer at its disgusting molecules, I think I might combust. I have a little pocket inside of my vest if you would like to hide in there. That way you don't, you know, get behind and you can just hide in my little pocket. That sounds like a good idea for me. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pick him up and, and little baby boy, I'm going to put you in my pocket and then just, you know, like... Pet pat on him, make sure he's nice and safe in there, and then going to turn to everybody and say, all right, here's the game plan, okay? We are going in for these stink rats. Now, these rats are stinky, and in order to defeat these stink rats, we'll have to go to the first aid station to pick up some nose clips, because if the stink gets in your nose, you may vomit, and that will just be a giant mess. So we will get the stuff, and then we'll go in there, get them all, get them dead, and then we are going to go back to all of this relationship stuff that is happening, and it's kind of a little crazy. So we're going to figure it out, but for right now, Let's go kill. I love the way you're approaching this gaslet. Let's sweep up the issue. And I hold up my mop and then I look at it and I say, let's, um, let's clean, let's mop. And then I, I just kind of put the mop to my side and follow gaslet. Yes, I would probably keep that sheath for just a little longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at saying cool things before a, a, a quest. Lead the way, gaslet, please. All right. 
and Corellatron is kind of following you for a little bit on your way to the first aid station, and he says, This is an extenuating circumstance. I normally would not be this generous, but you can use the weapons closet if you want to. <laughs> the weapons closet, you say? Why? I haven't had the opportunity cl to clean that since the, the third age. <laughs> My! We haven't had any use for it since the third age. This is magnificent. I can't believe we've held on to this for so long. Truly. Yes, the weapons are perhaps a little bit outdated since we had our massive war with the Romulians. <laughs> they didn't stand a chance. Oh my, what a glorious mess to clean up. They should still be more than serviceable. This is a big deal. We have to kill these tank rats or Farful Nuggin Sr. is going to kill all of us. I don't like that idea. And Corellatron reaches into that front hatch and pulls out a very, very shiny looking key card and turns to, he first turns to Farf and after a moment just slowly turns towards Gazlet instead and hands it to Gazlet. <laughs> That's probably for the best, old chap. You take care of everything in the back. I am going to try and make sure that we put up a good front for Farful Nuggin Sr. Sounds like a plan to me. If you need to get in contact with me, go ahead and reach me on my gabbler, okay? I will make sure that it is not on silent because that is the worst. And then I'll go ahead and go in, boop, flip that little button, makes it not be on silent. All right. You make your way to the medbay area with the weapons closet just kind of off the side there. And we're going to go ahead and create some aspects here for you moving into this extermination run. So, Gazlet, we already know that you're looking for something that can help you uh, stave off the stankiness of these stank rats. What are you going to find as you're looking through all of this equipment here? I'm going to find these little cotton balls that when you shove them into your nose, like that's what we're gonna do when they like touch the liquid, they expand so that like a stink can't get inside your nose. So I'm gonna grab three of them, shove them up my three nostrils, then they're gonna expand and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna offer them to everybody else because you know, they're really gonna come in handy with those stinky rats. Oh certainly, yes, 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 yes. All right, so you get everybody some stank blockers. Go ahead and roll to create an advantage then. Okay, that I don't add anything to, right? Yeah, we'll just make this unmodified against a difficulty of zero. Okay, it is a plus two. Plus two, very nice. So you get a free invoke on this aspect, and I'm going to call that aspect stank blockers. Stank block it up. Good stuff. Okay, let's go to Xenomopius next. So you've got the entire medbay at your disposal, as well as the weapons closet. What are you going to find to help prepare you guys for this battle? I have known for many, many moons before we have ever approached this day what I would be acquiring from this very room. And that, of course, is the vacuum modification for the intergalactic mop. Oh, shoot. Yes, so <clears throat> not only will I clean up the mess, I will ingest and erase the mess. Yeah, it's a very kind of a unstable technology, uh, which is why it's it's out of production, and those few that are still in existence are generally kept under pretty close watch. But you know, Farful Nuggin Senior, being the powerful individual that he was, was able to get his hands on a couple. Yes. Oh, it's very illegal. It utilizes black hole micro technology. So of course, many many people have died in the creation and uh, the movement of these products. But yes. All right, Xenomopius has a poltergeist now. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, go ahead and roll to create an advantage then. Uh, unmodified against a difficulty of zero. 
Okay, plus one. Plus one, sweet. So you get one free invoke on this aspect, and I'm going to call that aspect just Poltergust. Love it. Sweet. And now Farf, uh, what are you going to find to help you guys with this battle? Um, I'm going to just shuffle around the room, looking through some desks, kicking some stuff on the floor with a few of my feet, uh, just looking around the weapons room. Uh, And then I'm going to find, if I can, a ventilator and try and strap that to the front of my body and then plug it into my flarbin so that I can go ahead and get a continuous note going. That's so sick. Yeah, go ahead and roll to create an advantage with that then. Plus two. Nice. So you get your free book on this aspect, and I'm going to call this aspect Amped Up. (laughs) Yeah. Naturally. Sweet. So you guys have gathered your equipment here, and you can see at the far end uh, one of the ventilation shafts that has just these visible stink lines coming out of it. (laughs) And you know, that's our our place right there. I guess you could say I smell a rat. Uh, right, Foffy? <laughs> Just a little janitor joke for you. Let's get the rats. That was really funny. Thank you, little guy. <laughs> I'm glad somebody gets my, my jokes besides me and old Moppy here. Let's go kill some stuff. I love that idea. Let's go. Um, I just want to give everyone like a heads up before we go in there. Like, uh, Gazlet, I know you know all these things about stank rats, but I have heard that there can be a big rat that knows all the rules, so keep an eye out for that one. Oh my. <laughs> you are quoting, of course, the ancient text of the old gods. You do not say these things lightly, of course, Fav. Don't joke or make small the matters of the giant rat who makes all of the rules. And let us proceed with the utmost caution. So you guys... Uh, You go up and you pop out the grate leading into the ventilation shaft and you start climbing through and you get to an intersection and you're trying to figure out, okay, which way are they coming from? Um, Who's going to be at the front of this, by the way? Yeah, I think that would be Gaslit. Yes, uh, I will probably be in the front of the line because I am most likely bigger than everybody. And so that will, you know, act as a shield for everyone. But also, let's be honest, I'm obviously the most knowledgeable with my handy dandy book. Nice. Gazlet, go ahead and roll to overcome with clever. Plus three. Plus three. Very good. So you get to this intersection and it's kind of hard to try and follow the visible stank lines because it's just so permeated throughout the ventilation system. So you put your hands up to your four different ears and kind of spread out your senses to try and figure out where you can go. And from the right duct, you hear very faintly this chant, Rats! The rats! We're the rats! The hair on the back of my fourth neck stands up. (laughs) I'm imagining um, what our characters are all looking like and kind of what we're forcing Ned to draw here. (laughs) I have this bad habit of painting myself into a corner on occasion. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes you make yourself to have to write a ska song and sometimes you have to do a slam poetry session. I don't know what you guys are going to look like eventually, but it's going to be great. I'm so excited because, like, every time we draw something, I'm always like, oh, no, <laughs> poor Ned. We all seem like these eldritch horrors. Zeno, yeah, no, Xenomopius is kind of formless, so interpret that as you will. I like to imagine Farf as being just, like, four inches tall and this amorphous blob. <laughs> You're like Ben 10's most useless option. <laughs> oh, oh, anyways, anyways. 
So I hear that and I go, <gasps> all right, we need to be as quiet as we possibly can. Because if they hear us, there are two options. First option, they will stop their chanting and then they will start this ritual where they sum up all of their stinkiness together and they make the whole place even more stinky and it'll get into our noses and everything. Or they will come and eat us. So let's try and be as sneaky as possible because either way, honestly, we could be dead. I mean, in every conceivable way, I agree with you, Gazlet. These sounds like some of the most intelligent, horrifying beasts I have ever encountered in all of my days of janiting. But I need you to tell me, is this a threat we can overcome together? Or are we going on a suicide mission? Tell me now. Interview, Gazlet. <laughs> your feelings about previous jobs you've worked on with Xenomopius. Listen, the guy, he does fabulous job cleaning. My spot has never looked better. However, I think it might be just a little bit of competition is what I am feeling. And uh, I don't really like that. You know, sometimes I just want to go up and I just want to smack him. I am trying, obviously, to get ahead. I want to move up in the company. I, I want to be the person that is planning uh, the invasions, leading out the invasions. This is obviously something that I really would like to do. And I think his uh, go-get-it-ness is getting in my way. He is probably, you know, whether or not he's wanting to, gunning for the top dog position. I want to be top dog. I should be the top dog, not some janitor. He hasn't even put in the hours. He doesn't even lead an invasion. He just cleans. And <clears throat> if you'll excuse me, I believe that they've gotten a little bit too stressed out and I need to use the restroom. Back to the present. Uh, no, no, this is not going to be a suicide mission because I will not let my men die. Gazlet. I trust you with every single arm I have. Do you look at this? Look at how many arms I have. And I hold out all I hold out every single arm I have. I trust you this much. Do you understand that? Mopius, that is a lot Gazlet. of arms. Gazlet, out loud, count my arms. Count out loud how many arms I have. That's how many I trust you. <laughs> well right. five hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that you at least have... I trust you that much, Gazlet. I trust you that much, okay? Listen, that's a lot of trust. Comrade, I appreciate you. All of that to say, let's defeat these absolutely crazy rats. Also, I'm so glad that time moves differently in the rat realm because otherwise we would be like three hours past that time <laughs> when uh, Fav's dad was going to show up and that would be super awkward. Anyway, let's fight these rats. Listen, Xenomopius, I am in charge. Yeah. Oh, of course. Unquestionably so. Let's fight men! And then I charge forward. I thought we were fighting rats. Okay. <laughs> So you guys go further into the rat realm where time begins to warp and change and do strange things. Um, I'm going to need everybody to just make a roll, just a regular roll. Alrighty, plus one. Cool. I got plus two. And I got a plus one. All right, so Xenomopius and Farfelnuggin, you each are one century older due to the strange time warping natures of the rat realm. And Gazlet, you are two centuries older than you were when you entered. 
I would like to make an observation, if that is all right, Farf. It seems that you are starting to grow little hairs on your uh, cheeks. I believe that you may have gone into seven. Oh my, yes, yes, look at that, seventh puberty. And Gaslit, you have your wisdom arms now. Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Those finally came in, huh? I suppose I could fight off more stink rats, but look at you, you got... Yeah, I know, I weigh about 600 pounds more. Yeah, yeah, a lot more chins. Thank you, Gazlet. Anyway, so the rats... Yes, I do believe we should fight the rats. (laughs) (laughs) Can we put Farf in charge now? Is he in charge now? I just want to put him in charge and clean for him. Okay, Gazlet, I was mostly like... I was kind of joking, all right? He's got to prove himself a little more than having an in-charge voice. Like, Absolutely. I just want everybody to uh, know that I am in charge in this situation and that you have not exactly proven yourself to everyone in the office, so you haven't been able to get voted in like I have to being in charge. Jasmine, I will do everything in my power to prove myself to you and now in charge, Farf, that I am worthy to be your janitor. Please. Allow me to kill these rats with great prejudice. All right, let's kill some rats. You turn one last corner in the ventilation system, and you can see the very center of the ventilation hub, this massive just den of stank rats. And you can see there are burrows that they've carved into the walls, hanging down from the ceiling like bats, and just this writhing sea of rat bodies down on the very bottom. And you can see all of the visible stank lines. They've, like, kind of pooled down into this heavy ocean of stank gas just above the surface of the rat ocean here. Uh, there's just there's a lot of rats in here. It's bad news. Okay, well, I am uh, instinctually going to set my intergalactic mop um, from stun to kill. And I'm going to look at now grown-up and in charge Farf and say... If we don't make it out of here, I want you to tell your father that I have always loved him with my whole heart. Of course. Just one of them? Uh, the main one, yes. Also, though, I-, I think some of the side ones love you now that you're older and resemble him. I'm going to take that back and fight these rats now. <laughs> All right. With that, let's start the conflict. So, yeah, we've got Xenomopius taking action here. You'll get to go first in this conflict. So what would you like to do? Um, I am going to uh, point the business end of my intergalactic mop at the nearest cluster of stank rats hanging from the ceiling. And I am going to use the uh, quantum backfire button to uh, to undo their atoms. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, roll to attack then. That seems like a pretty... Hmm. Since you're using one of the more advanced functions of your intergalactic mop, I'll say roll to attack with clever. Okay. That's a plus one. Plus one. The rats don't know that you're here yet, so they're going to roll to defend cleverly, and they get a plus three, actually. Ooh, no! Yeah. Okay. So you fire this wave of just like atom undoing force at the wall, and there's this bright flash as it emerges from the muzzle of your mop that alerts the rats in that area. And they all, with this mass quorum sensing kind of insight, 
they move out of that area, and as it strikes, there's a bright flash, and after the light dims, it's just this kind of oozing, melting hole in the side of the burrow here as all the atoms have been undone. Nice. So the rats did dodge out of the way, and uh, they're a little more aware that you're here now. I would hope so. Yeah. Who do you think should go next in this exchange? Uh, I'm going to pass it off to Gazlan, who I trust with all of my arms. All right. I'm going to look around at uh, the mess that is here and I'm going to say, don't worry. I won't tell a big boss man about this little mess up here, okay? And then I'm going to take the stink blockers and I'm going to put some in my mouth and I'm going to use them as like spitballs in the hopes that while they expand, while I'm spitting them at the rats, they will get big enough to stick them to the ground so they'll stay. Interesting. Yeah, I'll say roll to attack with clever with that. Um, so it was a plus three. Plus three. The rats are going to try and defend quickly. They end up with a flat zero, actually. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so I'm going to get them in my mouth, and I'll go, hatui, 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 and it will make them all stick to the ground so they can't move. Yeah, and so these rats are kind of in large clusters that they've kind of built up into, and you, with those three spits of the stank blockers, you managed to pin down three of those clusters of rats incapacitating them and so now you only have three clusters still roaming freely around this place but now that there are less rats kind of milling about you see they're starting to spread out a little more evenly across the ground and as like the level of the sea of rats lowers you see something kind of humped out in the center this big furry mound that begins to move and shift slightly Gaslet, who would you like to go next? I'm going to get him from my pocket and release him and say, Little small Krilltron, go fight. Win for the company. Can do. And Krilltron Mini pulls out his little rifle and points it towards one of the clusters of rats and pulls back the hammer and it begins to charge up. You hear this high-pitched whine that gets more and more high-pitched as the rifle begins to shake as it builds up with light and Corellatron pulls the trigger and a massive beam of flaming hot plasma energy goes shooting at this cluster of rats. Corellatron is going to roll forcefully, getting a plus four with this rifle. The rats are going to try and dodge quickly, also getting a plus four. So they're currently tied, but Corellatron is going to use a fate point to invoke that amped up aspect that Farf has. And the uh, the beam of plasma is just not quite powerful enough, but Corellatron reaches into his front hatch and throws a little plug at the amp that Farf has on front of him, and an extra jolt of energy goes firing through it into the rifle, and it's just enough to power up that beam significantly enough that it's able to completely obliterate this cluster of stank rats, and they go flying off in all directions before they whoop, evaporate into nothingness. And Krellatron is going to pass the turn to Farf. Seeing how many stank rats there are, uh, and seeing what I fear may be the big rat, and fearing all of his rules, which goes against my star-star lifestyle, um, I'm going to grab a pick and a mouthpiece. I'm going to put the pick in my mouth, 
and I'm going to grab the mouthpiece and strum it across some of the strings. And it's going to sound something like a, a royalty-free version of The Foreigner. <laughs> and if it's possible, um, I would like to give my allies some sort of boost on their rolls until the start of my next turn. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll then to create an advantage with Flashy. Is this Flarbic inspiration? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> Dude, I enjoy that. I'll give uh, I'll give Xenomopius another fake point for that. Oh yeah! <laughs> So we have one free invoke of Amped Up that's been used. So uh, Corellatron didn't use the free invoke, uh, spent a fate point instead. So you still have that one free invoke on Amped Up. I'm going to use that free invoke because it's been plugged into the rifle and I got the extra juice now. So I'm just going to lay down that track. Uh, I'm going to use it to give myself a plus two. Actually, you know what? I'm going to re-roll it because that's the star star thing to do. (laughs) And it was totally worth it. That's a plus four naturally, adding my plus three. That was a star star thing to do. And also it is a beautiful tone from both the woodwind and the brass section. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So you succeed with style. You generate two free invokes on your amped up aspect. And uh, either of those can be used by anybody on your team. All right, so yeah, I just start playing that uh, royalty-free version and just blaring in. I go, all right, guys. I mean, all right, guys, this song is to inspire you. I love how we had to say it. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I start crooning along in my new and more resonant voice. Ooh, let's hear it. Ooh, yes, let's hear it. Do, do. Come on, Farth, (laughs) sing the song. Sing the song of our people. Um, in the native tongue, I go... Which I believe is royalty free because it's the Russian national anthem. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I thought that was the space song. Come on, man. You know, cosmonauts, the space people. Perfect. So the only people that have not gone yet are the rats. Don't let them go. All right, then. Um,. I'm going to say, can I choose between the big rat and the little rats? You can. Okay, I want the big rat to go next. (laughs) All right, so there are only two of the clusters of the small rats left. So most of the giant rat that makes all the rules has been exposed at this point, and it rears up onto its back two legs. And at its full height now, it's like 12 feet tall. And it looks up towards you guys where you're standing uh, up in that ventilation shaft. And it picks up its tail in one of its paws and begins to swing it around like a whip and is going to try and crack that whip right at Gazlet. He's going to try and attack forcefully. Uh, Only gets a plus two on that, actually. Okay, so um, let's see. I feel like we don't probably don't have a lot of vertebrae, so I'm gonna just try and like squish down and just like. Okay, yeah, I'll, that seems to me maybe. Hmm. Let's go ahead and make that. My my gut reaction is to make that sneaky for some reason. Let's do it. Okay, a plus three. Very nice. Yeah. So you succeed in your defense. The tail uh, swings wide and it cracks into the metal that's making up the ventilation shaft just behind you. And when you look, you can see it's cut a gash clean through the metal. Uh, But then the rat pulls it back towards himself and scowls and is going to pass the turn to the small clusters of rats. So these two little clusters of stank rats, they begin crawling up the sides and into the ventilation shaft where you're standing. 
and they're going to try and just completely swarm around and smother you guys in the stank. So the two people who are going to get smothered by these rats are Farf and Farf. <laughs> so both of these swarms of rats are going to try and completely surround you with their stank powers. They've got a forceful stank on them, so they're going to attack forcefully. So the first group gets a plus one on that. The second group gets a plus two. Okay, I would like to defend by challenging their stank with my own stanky beat, and it is oh, dang. quite stanky. So um, I'm just going to lay down those low tones. All right, roll to defend with flashy then. Uh, the first roll is a plus three. All right, so just keep this simple. I'm going to say the plus one that the first group got is just going to be the assist action for the second group. So in total, they've got a plus three. So with your roll being a plus three, that puts you at a tie currently. All right, I would like to choose to fail and invoke my trouble mm. uh, and just become apathetic and go, oh, what's the point? I've died so many times before. I'm just going to die again. <laughs> All right, so you're going to get a fate point for that self-compel. As the stank rats swarm around you and you just let down your defenses completely, that means you are going to take three stress from the stank. I would like to trade that out for a medium consequence. All right. So you can feel the stank just like penetrating into your very being through your many, many nostrils, through your four or five different mouths that you have as a star star. You need a lot of mouths to sing well. You can feel the stank just kind of like becoming a bit of who you are. And so what I'm going to call this consequence is just the worst B.O. Oh, what an <laughs> utter failure. And now that the stank rats have concluded their turn, they're going to pass that back to Xenomopius. I'm just going to understand that uh, chronoscience is very complicated, and I'm going to try and attack that. So I am going to put my time bleach into the cartridge uh, that releases the various cleaning supplements from my intergalactic mop, and I'm going to spray that right at the big rat. All right. Go ahead and attack forcefully then. Okay, here we are. Forcefully. Ooh, 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 that's a nice handsome plus three. Very nice. The giant rat that makes all the rules is going to try and defend quickly. Ooh, only getting a plus one. Oh, sorry, giant rat. So that means he's going to take two stress from that hit. Time bleach. Let me tell you, it's powerful stuff. That it is. So the giant rat that makes all the rules, you can see like half of the fur has now been burned off of it. Just this, <laughs> awesome. this incredibly caustic concoction of cleaning chemicals here. Xenomopius, who would you like to go next? Gonna pass it right off to... I'm actually gonna turn my attention towards Farf in a hope that he decides to do something about the BO. <laughs> but also combat is here, so that would be cool too. So I, I don't know. I'm just drawn towards just the worst BO. I have smelt in a long time. So Farf, you're still kind of encased in this stank cage of rats. What would you like to do? I would like to get my second wind, so to say, after smelling myself, uh, and then just rock out, excuse me, star out so hard, <laughs> go full Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and summon this sort of ethereal beast uh, that will defend me. Nice. Roll to attack with Flashy, then. <laughs> Luckily, I still have that free invoke of Amped Up because 
That negative two is not nice. (laughs) (laughs) But plus five, that's good. That is, in fact, pretty good. All right, the rats are going to roll to defend quickly. The first one's getting a minus one. The second cluster of rats getting only a plus one. So you send out this massive burst of star star energy and all of the rats just go flying out from you in all directions. And what does the creature that you have summoned looks like? Well, Ned, naturally it looks like a Karnath. Wide, slightly flat face, the big tusks that come up. You humans might consider it similar looking to a cat, so sort of like a big saber tooth, but squishy and really adorable. And it has three eyes, one in the middle, uh, two on the sides, and it's constantly doing a little blep. (laughs) So yeah, it goes around and it just starts rending at these stank rats with its claws and just throwing them all over the place. And by the time it's done, it has completely annihilated these two remaining swarms of stank rats. Incredible. Uh, Knowing I still stink, I'm going to set my sights on the big rat and I'm going to say, how are your rules now? Uh, I'm going to let him go next. And the giant rat feels very, very goaded on by that and is going to try and attack you forcefully with that whip-like tail. Gets a plus three, but it is just so angry at you right now. It is going to spend another fate point to invoke that amped up aspect because you got just like this big old thing causing a big old blaring noise. It's going to use that as its target to bring that up to a plus five. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to uh, change up the tune a little bit. I'm gonna gonna bring it down with one of my favorites. Uh, This one's a little more jazzy and I'm gonna use that music to compel my cat-like beast to swat the tail out of the way because (laughs) come on, it's a rat, I'm gonna win. All right, roll to defend with flashy with your music. That's a plus four. All right, so it's currently got one shift on you. I'm going to take it like a man. <laughs> Good, because it's going to spend another fate point oh. to uh, invoke the stank blockers. It sees that uh, there are these clusters of rats that have been plastered to the ground by these sticky stank blockers, and it leaps into one of those to plant its feet nice and firmly so it gets more of a solid shot with the tail, bringing it up to a plus seven, dealing three more stress to you, Farf. Mama mia! And I'm going to stand there breathing heavy, battered and bruised, my amp cracked, sparks flying out. Fof, are you dead? Are you alive? Trust me, I know what death is, and this isn't it. I hope not, you're the last clown. (laughs) Alright, the giant rat that makes all the rules is going to pass the turn to Gazlet. Alright, I am going to go into uh, my pocket, and I am going to grab my book And I want to go and read through my book. However, that will take too long. So I'm just going to go up to the big rat and hit him on the head with it and be like, be a better employee. (laughs) All right. Go ahead then and roll to attack. That seems like a pretty forceful just smack on the head. Yes, I would probably agree with that. Um, I'm going to have a plus three. However, um, I'm going to use a fate point to add plus two to that to make it a plus five, invoking the inspirational notes, since that's what I'm using to hit him in the head. Yeah, sounds good. I'm going to try and defend quickly, just dodging out of the way. 
getting a plus four. Ooh. Can I invoke two things? You can, yeah. Wonderful. I am going to invoke business, business, numbers, numbers. I'm going to use a fate point to invoke that because there's only one of him left. And it's it's <laughs> four against one. <laughs> yeah, using your analytical mind. Uh, you can count up to 17, so you, you understand that four is more than one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that means you get three shifts on the giant rat that makes all the rules. And how do you want to take out this big bat here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go up to him, and I'm going to look him dead in the eyes, and I'm going to say, now I'm the giant rat that makes all of the rules. Gazlet for manager, and then I bop him on the head. And all of the knowledge and the wisdom that has come from these notes goes coursing down through his body. It's just too much for him. He's just a rat with a rat brain. It's too much shock, and the brain just shuts off, and the rat falls to the ground, and you have killed all of the rats. Gazlet, that was truly awe-inspiring. Farf, look at me. Look at me, boy. Yes? I will tell your father what you did here today. And maybe we can take care of your stank. You are almost just as bad as the stank rats. Yes, we all smell very bad. Now, I am going to begin doing my job. So I activate the uh, poltergust and start getting all those little uh, time warp rap corpses right into my intergalactic mop where they belong. You, you. All right. So you start cleaning up from this job, satisfied in the work that you have done. As you begin preparing to head back to meet with the rest of the office crew, that is where we're going to pick up next week. Thanks for listening to Improv Tabletop, everybody. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of the office space. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a spectral music cat that gets to just eat a bunch of rats and star out if you would give us a positive review on the podcatcher of your choice. I feel so stupid saying the word star in the place of rock. <laughs> it's so weird. No, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's kind of like moon moon. Yeah, moon moon, moon moon, star star, rock rock. We are also on Twitter at Improv Tabletop, Improv Tabletop. Just one Improv Tabletop, only one of them. Uh, if you'd like to suggest either a setting for us to play in or an aspect for one of our characters to use, tweet about us using hashtag setting or hashtag aspect, or you can comment on one of our posts on Instagram or Facebook. Let's go ahead and do a round of plugs. As always, we've got uh, our lovely sister podcast, iCast Fireball. Go give it a listen if you haven't by now. It's, uh, it's pretty great, and I think you will really get a kick out of it. Uh, another thing that I would like to plug is a YouTube video called Rat Movie Mystery of the Mayan Treasure, because this episode is probably going to make a lot more sense if you go and watch that. And that's it for me this week. Christian, what you got going on? Well, I have uh, taken a lot of interest uh, in the energy sector recently, so I am going to try something new. Uh, going to build my own personal generator. It's going to be basically a failsafe. It's powered mainly by stress, anxiety, and fear. Oh, dude, you're sad. Yeah. You are sad. I know. Like, it's going to be... My only... At this point, really, my only concern is having too much power. But that's just the first model. The second model is going to try and incorporate sadness. But at that point, I'm fairly certain I will overload any other systems. Mm. So my next step after that is going to be a light bulb that will actually handle all of that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It's called the generator. Because uh, 
that's what it does. I got tingles when you said that. Yeah, I, I thought so. Thank you. Hear that, Elon Musk? We've solved the energy crisis. <laughs> Checkmate, Musk. McKenna, what you got going on? Um, I, I mean, it's kind of a plug. Um, when we are recording this, we will be going to Boise this weekend, um, which is where I'm from. My brother is graduating from high school, and I know that this is coming out in the month of July, which is dope. It's my birthday month, guys, and Christian and I are celebrating two years. Woo! Um, but enough about me. Um, my brother's graduating high school, and I just wanted to just say how proud I am of him, and good job, and you're going to do cool things. Anyways, give everybody that's in your family some good happiness and say good job for being here. So go Coleman, way to graduate, and I get to see my dog this weekend. So, you know, give some love to your family, blood or not. I'm not going to try and make any funny jokes about this because, I mean, for real, graduating high school is awesome. Also, say hi to Zoro for me when you get there. I will. He's the cutest. <laughs> He's my little poopy puppy, and I'm going to cry. I don't even care about seeing my family. I love him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> make sure you love your family, but I don't care about mine. <laughs> I don't care about mine. I care about my dog. <laughs> nice. Connor, what you got going on? Oh, man, oh, man. I am a co-host for The Good, The Rad, and The Spooky. Very fun podcast. Um, also, if you haven't played Hades yet, get that. Um, man, oh, man. Y'all, we, we're, we're on the tail end of a really, really stinky year. You might have heard of, of, of that, but just get some fresh air. That's all. Nice. Yeah. We, we plugged water in our last campaign. Now here we are plugging air. Love it. Here we go. <laughs> we should probably plug fire soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through all the elements and dimensions before too long. Beautiful. Well, thank you all for joining us here in the world of the office space. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Christian Randall, the unexplicably elder. McKenna Steele, Pokemon enthusiast for her husband. Uh, Connor Wood, the halfway ambidextrous one. Much love and stuff. We'll catch you next week on Improv Tabletop. Thank you.